Welcome to the Soul Ties Podcast with love and life coach Dale Lawrence, helping you detox from toxic relationships. What's up, what's up, everybody? It's March. And you are now listening to the Soul Ties Podcast. I am the love and life coach, Dale Lawrence, and I got my co-host with me, my brokers, my purpose partner, the People's Bishop. The People's Bishop. Bishop Kevin Foreman. Right here, right now. Sir, it is March, and is Denver experiencing spring now, or are y'all still stuck in winter? Well, I want to tell you this. So, outside of my windows, I can see downtown. I can see the mountains. It's a beautiful view. When I got home um, an hour ago, it was snowing heavily. Oh, wow. Um, Five minutes after that, the sun was out and shining. Now it's just water on the ground. Um, So, and it's a clear sky now. So, all I can tell you is, Denver don't know what it want to do. Denver has taken the spirit of Memphis, I must say. You know what? I think everybody's weather is like that now. Really? If you don't like it, stick around because it's going to be changing in a few hours. Well, I know one thing that ain't changing. This is the year of Jubilee. Yes, it is. Before we get into our topic, let's remind the people what type of year this is. Because, <laughs> Bishop, I'm going to tell you. You know the things that's going on with my family. And, brother, it just don't feel like Jubilee to me. I want you to speak right now to the hearts, not just of uh, of me who's struggling with the fact, look, 23 is supposed to be my Jubilee, but I don't yep. feel free. I don't feel all the – let's remind the people first and foremost, what are the big three in the year of Jubilee? Well, you know what? You said something. I just got to hit, though, real quick, because the moment you said it, let me be deep and spiritual. The Holy Ghost. The Holy um, Ghost. The Holy Ghost. Talk to me, bitch. Um, but, but when you said something, it, I don't feel free. And here's my question. How do you know what a feeling you've never felt feels Come like? Come on, Bishop. <laughs> Come on with it now. How do you know what a feeling you've never felt feels like, right? Um... And so think about it. The children of Israel, and, and to give you the big three, a year of Jubilee, it's a biblically mandated thing, 2023, and once every 50 years. For many, this will be the only time you get to experience this in your life. It's a once-in-a-lifetime opportunity once every 50 years. This year can't be treated like every other year. It's a year of celebration, win or win, emancipation, no restrictions, freedom, liberty. And a year of restoration where God makes things better. Anything he restores, he makes it better. Children of Israel, they come out of 430 years of Egyptian bondage, right? That's all they knew. On their way out, it's supposed to be an 11-day journey to walk to their promised land. I want to say that a second time and a third time. It's supposed to be 11 days. Supposed to be 11 days. Mm. But the Bible says, and as the time we're recording this podcast, literally my Sunday message is dealing with this because it talks about every day is to your benefit. And the Bible says, the Lord took them listen to me sir yes he took them the long route mm. and a and then one version says he took them the long route even though the other way was shorter in a roundabout way in other words this looks like i've been here this looks like circles roundabout like what am i doing all of this meandering for 
Um, here's the deal. They didn't know where they were going anyhow, so how did they know it was roundabout? Mm -hmm. Only Moses knew it was roundabout because Moses knew where they were going. Okay. And the Bible says the Lord routed them to the Red Sea um, because he knew that if they had went into the land of the Philistines and saw war, they turned back. So the, the principle here is this, is that once they get to the Red Sea, you know what some of them start to say? What? Let's turn around. Let's go back. Um, they had freedom, but they didn't know what freedom felt like. Mm. I'm going to say that again. Wow. They had freedom, but they didn't know what freedom felt like. So how do you know how a feeling you've never felt is supposed to feel? Um, God intentionally routed them in front of the Red Sea. And when they saw a challenge, they instantly said, this ain't God, because this couldn't be what freedom feels like. Yeah. But God was like, oh, no, I routed you to the Red Sea because watch me. This is going to make me shout. Honestly, to be honest with you, I'm about to run because God says the enemy that you were worried about in previous years, I'm about to use this challenge to crush them. What? So in other words, in other words, freedom feels very different than the way you imagine it to feel. God says, I'm going to bring you to an impossible situation, make you stand in front of it, make you lift your hands in worship, make you have to sit there and watch all of this stuff happen oh. because I'm about to crush your enemy. This is not even about y'all, children of Israel. I want to see you. I want you to see them get crushed. Bishop. I want them to look like they're winning. I want Pharaoh to get ticked off at you. I want him to run after you. And even though it's your jubilee, even though it's your freedom, Freedom don't feel like what you thought it was going to feel like. What? He gets them to the Red Sea. The Bible says he routed them there. Now, what's crazy about the Red Sea, and here's the prophecy, and then I know we got to get questions, but I mean, you opened the door, so you don't want to no, open the door. we're going in. This our podcast. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. Exactly, right? So here's the deal. Red Sea in Hebrew has two meanings. Two meanings. Now, the question is, why did God rock them to the Red Sea? On one side, there's a mountain. On one side, there's Pharaoh. On one side, there's the Red Sea. And then on the other side, um, they, uh, 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 they're, they're locked in, right? So they're totally locked in. Yeah. They got a mountain on one side, Pharaoh on one side, Red Sea on one side. There is no other option. They are totally surrounded and locked in, okay? okay. There are no options. Yeah, yeah. Um, now, why is that important to note? Because in his, in their freedom, he was. This is going to shout me. He restricted their choices. He whoa 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 whoa. Wait a minute. In their freedom, he restricted, he restricted their choices. Please, yeah, wait. yeah. God, God says, "I'm going to back you into a situation, and I'm going to alleviate your choices. You only have one, and that's to cross over. It's either you cross over or you go back." Jesus. And going back is not an option because Pharaoh wasn't inviting you back. Pharaoh wanted to kill you. This wasn't an invitation back. This was an invitation to death. Oh, wow. I'll say that again. Okay. For some of y'all, you keep thinking, I can go back to this relationship. Nah, boo. This ain't no invitation back. That's an invitation to your end. Bishop, That's not even an option. Bishop. Come with the fight. Pharaoh wasn't going to say, y'all come back and be slaves. Pharaoh was going to kill him. Yeah, yeah. He wasn't going to say, y'all, come on back. <laughs> he was going to say, ah, if I can't have you, ain't nobody going to. Oh, wow. Oh, wow. Oh, wow. <laughs> That's what Pharaoh was saying. Yeah. <laughs> Pharaoh was saying, ain't nobody going to have you. All right. So check this out. Red Sea. All right. And this is, I mean, this is amazing how you started this. Red Sea 
has two meanings in Hebrew, the language of our Old Testament. Sure. Meaning number one means the end of the storm. Mm. So when God took them to the Red Sea, he was saying, this is the end of that storm. Yes, yes. But here's the second meaning of Red Sea. Okay. The storm's ending. Hmm. Okay. Well, what does that mean? What's the difference between yeah, the two? Oh, there's a like huge the difference. They, yeah, they yeah like oh, there's a huge difference between the two. Okay. The way you get an understanding of why there's two different definitions there that sound the same, but they're not the same. Uh, remember, how do you know what a feeling feels like that you've never felt before? It's supposed to feel like if you never felt it before. So the ending of a storm, all right, and a hurricane is called the fourth quadrant. The fourth quadrant of the storm is the most severe part of the storm. Aha. It's quiet on the podcast. Aha. It's the most severe part of the storm. Bishop. I'm going to say it a third time. Walk it. The end of the storm is the most, or the storm's ending, rather, is the most severe part of the storm. But because it's the fourth quadrant, quad four, that means there's only four, which means this is the hardest it's ever been. Woo. But this means it's about over. I don't know who needs to hear this today, but you at your Red Sea moment where it feels harder than it's ever felt. But that also means that that's about to be over. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Yep. 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 And that was Jubilee for them. Jubilee was, yep. This is hard. This is rough for y'all right now. But this also means this is about to be over. Jesus. And for some of y'all, the enemy has thrown everything he could possibly throw. There's nothing left to throw. He threw everything. Man. But that also means, you ready for this? But that also means he ain't got nothing else to throw. He got nothing else to throw. I wish I had somebody. Ladies and gentlemen, drop the mic. I give to you the people's bishop. Listen, listen, <laughs> listen, I'm just saying, man, that was, that, 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 that was, look, I mean, that's how you uh, intro it, baby. So I want to encourage yeah. anybody who's going through a storm. Yeah. This is the last hoorah. The mm -hmm. enemy don't got nothing else to throw. Nothing else to throw. So I need you to make it. I need, I need yeah. you, I need you, I need you to withstand it and go through it. Right, Bishop? Mm -hmm. Yes, sir. L listen, what did they do? And, and, and this is so crazy, right? Right. Because this is Jubilee. This is freedom. Yeah. Because yeah. they were used to Pharaoh telling them what to do. So now they don't have that. They were used to Pharaoh being cruel. Now they don't have that. So, so the first thing they wanted to do was go back to what it was, even though what it was was misery. So what happens? God says, Moses, lift your hands. You know what that is? That's a posture of worship. Yes, it is. And what happens when you're dealing with storms is that one of the first things you don't want to do is worship. You want to sit there and be quiet, sit there and be mad. Let's let's keep it 100. You want to sleep all day. You want to eat. Come you on, wanna, Bishop. You wanna, whatever on, whatever Bishop. your vice is. Yeah, whatever yeah. your vice whatever is. Whatever the vice and I, is. And I'm saying that just mentally because I already know. Yeah. I used to be, especially when I was the big juicy version of myself, Come on, I was man. an emotional eater. When you were and so you know how I dealt with stuff? Looter. I ate. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I ate. And then look, the problem was I kept on eating. <laughs> that was the problem back then. So so I get it. So so whatever it is, what, what's me? You go to that. He tells Moses, lift your hands. You ready? Yeah, yeah. And he says, you have to keep those hands up the entire time in, every, in order to cross over. Mm. 
My you got to keep your hands up. He says, you're going to have to keep your hands up. So that's a posture of worship. That's a posture of surrender. The whole time, God is like, I need you to worship me while I get you across this. I need you to worship me while I get you across this. Yeah, yeah. I need you to worship me while I get you across this. You have to, now listen, when you cross it, it ain't going to be as messy as you think it was going to be. Man, this will preach. Because I'm going to dry the mud, which means it ain't going to be as messy as, you, as it should be. Yeah, yeah. It's not going to be as messy. For some of you, like, oh, man, but if I go across this, mm -mm, listen, listen. But the enemy's trying to get you to fear ain't even going to happen. It's not even going to be an issue. What? <laughs> it's not even going to be an issue. Bishop! It's not even going to be an issue. God says, I'm going to dry the mud up, and then here's the deal. And the moment, now watch me, watch, you keep your hands up, Moses, because the moment you get across, watch this, for some of you, this is helping you identify your position, because the moment you finally cross over this thing, you ready? Yeah. I'm going to, I'm going to move the pillar of fire from Pharaoh's army and they're going to rush after you. Let me help somebody understand Jesus. something. What feels like it's rushing after you is an indication you're already on the other side. Wow. And what you're about to watch is you're about to watch him drown Pharaoh's army. Ooh. What does this army represent? His attack. You're about to watch God drown this thing. So for some of you, like, I'm about to cross over. For some of you, you ain't about to. You actually already have. That's why this thing is rushing after you. Man. But the Bible says he jammed, the Lord jammed the wheels on Pharaoh's chariots, on Pharaoh's army's chariots. And then what does God do? God says, now, Moses, drop your hands, because now you need to go from a position of worship to a position of watching. Mm. <clears throat> now you're about to watch me do this. Ooh. Your worship got you here. Now you're about to watch me do this. And here's the best part. And I know we got questions, but like, this is so prophetic oh, for no, somebody no, no, right no, now. No, 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 that, no, That's over, bro. Stay here. <laughs> that's over. Stay here. Listen, listen, this is so prophetic for somebody because. Because watch what God does. God sends Pharaoh's army into the Red Sea. He does not send Pharaoh. Why is that important? I'm about to make them watch you on the other side. And he can't touch you. Jesus. For some of you like, God, why haven't you gotten rid of this enemy? Because God is, the Bible says vengeance is mine. Which means God is vengeful when it comes to his sons and daughters. He's vengeful. Now, what does that mean? That's not good for us to be that way, but we're not God. He says, vengeance is mine. <laughs> Two things God won't share with us, vengeance or glory, right? So God says, vengeance is mine. So God is vengeful. So God is like, I really don't like how you did my son. I'm really upset about that. He's forgiven you, and I'm a forgiver too, but I'm about to deal with you for what you did. I don't like the way you handled my daughter. And I know you thought you got away with it, but you didn't. But you didn't. You ready? So he sends Pharaoh's army in there. They're, the wheels get jammed. They drown. When they drown, Pharaoh has to watch Moses and two million other people on the other side. Wow. He has to watch. Gotta watch. And for some of you, the rest of this year, God's about to make your enemy watch you. <laughs> They're going to watch you because they can't touch you. Ooh, can't touch this. You, you about to have an MC Hammer anointing. You're going to be this. unstoppable, untouchable, unbreakable. Come on, bitch. Look, and then some of y'all, you about to go into the...
you about to go to the bridge. Uh-oh, uh-oh, uh-oh. you about to start doing your little dance. Yeah, yeah, side, yeah. You know? Yeah, I love it, Bishop. Yeah. Yeah. Listen, God, the, the Holy Ghost just hijacked our episode. And we yeah, going to let him have it. We oh, it's his anyhow. Let him do oh, it. Let's let's go. Okay, so boom. Pray for the people. We're done. Hey, y'all. We just gonna catch you on the next episode. Which <laughs> listen, let's go. Let's go. Let's go. Jubilee. <laughs> listen, Father. I pray for every person right now that has heard this word, received this word. Lord, thank you for what you just did. Is a sign of what you're doing in their lives. They're gonna have one thing planned. You are gonna hijack it and make it better than what they had Ooh, planned. Come on. Let this be a sign of how their incomes are about to be hijacked and increased, yes, of how their relationships are about to be hijacked and made better, about how their mental and emotional health is about to be hijacked and made better. Well, they went in for one thing, and they're going to come out with something greater and better. We thank you for it now, God. I pray right now for victory. I pray for victory. I pray for jubilee all days in every way. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. 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 Listen, y'all. Thank y'all for tuning in. Listen, we just led by the Holy Spirit here. We had a topic, but don't worry. We'll get back to it next episode. But until then, exactly. we want you to continue <laughs> to support the machine, y'all. Y'all know what it is. Every, every first Sunday, we give it to you live right here at the Soul Ties Podcast. Until next time, stay in faith, stay focused, and remember, this is the year of Jubilee and God gotcha. We'll see you next time. Right here, I am the Love and Life Coach. That is the People's Bishop. And we'll see you next month on the Soul Time. Much love. Much love. Thank you for listening. We would like to bless you with the Soul Ties Stimulus Package, which includes the Detox ebook, message, and exclusive podcast episode. Text Soul Ties. S-O-U-L-T-I-E-S to 888-756-8681.